0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com, and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair, and let's get started. Jamie with homeschool.com, and I want to welcome you to our new series, You Can Homeschool High School. And in our series, we're chatting with experienced homeschool parents who've graduated and launched their own homeschool students out into the big world. And so you can see firsthand that it is possible to homeschool high school. And so we wanted to share with you that we've completely updated our high school section on homeschool.com and so it's full of very practical and useful tools and resources and ebooks and printables all created with you in mind and so before we get started before we jump into our topic today I'd like to introduce my guest my co-host today who is Andrea Dillon and she is the host and the editor Um, over at a to z homeschooling.com and over there of course you'll find lots of very useful practical homeschooling resources and I just want to encourage you to hop over there and check them out I'll be including a link to some of their um, their blogs and their pages that are pertinent to our conversation today so Andrea thank you for joining us today thanks for having me um, I'm always glad to have you. We always <laughs> tend to have kind of um, a lot of crazy stuff happen. Like our listeners don't know this, but before we got on today, all kinds of crazy happened. But I was an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And so uh, now we're, we've got it all settled. Hopefully, hopefully we we'll won't have any more tech problems, but... I had run across several really good articles on your site, Andrea A to Z homeschooling.com. And um, they really uh, touched on what I wanted to speak on today, which was alternatives to college. And I feel like that's so huge in today's culture because of how expensive college education has gotten. And, you know, some kids just... They just have no desire to go to college. There's no need to go to college in certain situations. And so I feel like we
1: need to really speak to that um, for our homeschooling families. When a, a lot of our teenagers today are more conscious about the cost of college now. And so depending on what their drives are and what their passions are, they may be able to find alternative ways to make that easier on themselves so they don't have the student loans that many of us have <laughs> had to deal with over the years. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely, I'm still friends with mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And,
0: you know, I'm sure when uh, homeschool students think about all of those things and think about their future, that's something that's a pretty big thing to consider.
1: I mean, it's going to yeah. be around yeah. a while. <laughs> And especially, I I think for homeschoolers, especially, we've raised our children to think about their life choices and their hobbies and the things they're interested in. And they they also know that they have the ability to make changes. And so they might not want to be pigeoned into this really expensive career path if they get in there and decide they don't like it.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And so. That's why I'm so excited to talk about what, some of the things that we're going to talk about today, because there are some super amazing opportunities for young people to really learn firsthand if something is what they want to do or not. So,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> so I guess we could jump into it. And one of those aspects is that idea of
1: volunteering, you know, very much. especially if they have a passion or an activism Um cause that they are super supportive of, that's a great way to start to kind of dabble to see if they enjoy that particular area or if there's a career that's associated with it.
0: Mm-hmm. That'll
1: really help them in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So and networking especially, that's I mean, that's a buzzword for a lot of people even in college. But a lot of these alternative ways gives them great networking to where they might be able to circumvent some expensive schools and go alternate routes.
0: Right. Because knowing somebody sometimes goes so much further than just having a formal education. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there's all kinds of ways that our young adults can explore this idea of volunteering. Um, You know, of course, there's always those, those tried and trues, the habitat for humanity, the peace for, um, and those things are still very viable opportunities for our teenagers. they, um, have had some adjustments that they've made over the past year or so. But, um, as, as the, uh, as our culture and our climate with the pandemic begins to okay. change and has a more positive outlook, I think these, these two options are still wide open for our teenagers in the future. Um, Very much. Yeah. So, and it's amazing. I kind of find it amazing the people that I run into and I'll just start a conversation maybe about homeschooling or going to college. And I find out that they actually spent time in the Peace Corps. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that I've been like, wow, you did really? So how was it? I love to hear their stories because it's, it's kind of a different story for each, each volunteer there, but they all come away with the, the, the uh, testimony that they've grown, that they've learned and that they've uh, they've had experiences that they just wouldn't have had otherwise. And so there are life
1: experience that you yeah. wouldn't get necessarily if you're in a college classroom, it's what we give to our children because they're not inside of a public school classroom. Yeah. So it can make sense to, you know, broaden their horizons and give them a bigger classroom.
0: Absolutely. So one of the things that I ran across when I was kind of doing some research for our chat today was a lot of these sites really warn our young people our teenagers that, you know, if you're going to volunteer, great, we want you to volunteer, but make sure that you are sure about volunteering and that you're kind <laughs> yes. of passionate about that. You know, yes. it's not just this, you know, vacation or a time where I can just get away from mom and dad, you okay. need to have like this purpose that drives you to these things um otherwise
1: it's just many of them are going into places that they never would have imagined and it's a different you know eye-opening experience depending on where you're coming from (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so definitely yeah definitely making sure you understand it and making sure you understand you know the different health issues that are in the different places they're going to be in different Mm -hmm. cultures that you're going to be in right it's it's homework and a homeschool lesson on itself, just to, yeah. <laughs> just to prepare to see if you'd like to do that.
0: Right, right. So things um, like the student exchange programs, those are mm-hmm. also definitely a situation like what we're discussing. Um, there's a few others, one called Experiment in International Living, and that's, that's also based in the U.S. It's based in Vermont, but they offer experiences all over the world. And then there's a couple others. I'm just going to throw them out real quick, but one called Worldwide Opportunities on Organic Farms. I thought that was kind I've of heard of right. it out before. <laughs> yeah, so, I, we actually have good friends of ours and one of their daughters, um her, she's so passionate about um the small farmers, the local growers and agriculture. And so something like that, I mean, it's very niche, but it would have been right up her alley. Um, So that's just another option. And then there's this one I kind of I wanted to kind of look into this is virtual <laughs> volunteering in Nepal. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. What are you going to do? How can you volunteer virtually? Um, But yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting options. And of course, then there's just that local volunteer aspect
1: where well, before you go off the virtual I actually have a friend's daughter that's doing virtual volunteering but hers is it through a Chinese teaching service wow and so she's helping Chinese students who are learning English practice through volunteer just communication so they'll just just talk about what they do during the day and she has different people that she volunteers and helps that way and she'll help them with their schoolwork in English so she's learning along with them. <laughs> it's a really good aspect.
0: Cool. So it's more of a language practice. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and in cultural wise too, they, they have a lot of um, interest in the way, how it differs and how we do things versus how they do things. And so it's, it's more um, kind of like a big sister, a little sister, or, you know, big brother, little brother situation volunteer, but it's similar to that with homework help. <laughs> That's so. really neat.
0: That's really neat. And especially right now, that's a, a wonderful opportunity. Yep, definitely. And then as I was going to mention the local aspect too, we yeah. can forget that because there's, there's a lot of things, you know, just maybe somebody that you know or a friend of a friend and you can have your students volunteer for them just to see if it's, if it, if it's something that they really do want to get involved in because I think that's the, The biggest thing is that a lot of
1: students just don't know,
0: you know. I mean,
1: it's so hard. I mean, even thinking about it now, when we graduated, (laughs) thinking about where we'd be at now, (laughs) and then I don't know about you, like, I'm not where I thought I was going to be when I was a high school senior. You know, I still have some of the same passions and things that I like, I still enjoy teaching, but it's just different, and so it's it's hard for people to understand what it's going to look like when you actually get there. So the volunteer aspect, I think that's that's really important. And there's things out there that you may not have had experience with at all that you don't even know you like until you start looking into it. Okay. And so locally, that's really great because you can look around, if you're plan- especially if you're planning on staying where you're living at, mm-hmm. it gives you a good idea to see what's available for you. Maybe things you've never thought about.
0: Yep, yep, absolutely. So there's just all kinds of interesting alternatives to college college isn't you know isn't the answer for everything but yeah, I mean, there's something be all. <laughs> right absolutely yeah. Mine, you know I have six kids I've had I've got four two that are just there they've gone on they're adults they're doing their thing but two that are still um they're still in training and um, trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives and their dire- directions um and then two that are still not even thinking about it
1: they're just you know <laughs> they're just worried about today's you know right yeah yeah my, my two are still in the, the just thinking you know they're not even in the thinking of the long term my daughter has like six different options in her head and she wants to do them all she's the one that says i want to be the veterinarian artist that does this on the side and this on the side so she <laughs> she has the various hobbies and yeah. my son if i asked him today it would be gaming related if i ask him in two weeks it might be like a cat rescue <laughs> so it varies but yeah but it's a perfect situation where maybe
0: volunteering in a couple of those areas would help them and and that's what i was gonna say with my own kids that's what i've tried to encourage them to do if even if they can't like spend long-term volunteer hours to maybe jump in and just try to job shadow Mm -hmm. watch somebody do um do something that they're interested in and you know, sometimes all it takes is a couple hours and they're like,
1: oh, no. Maybe just <laughs> asking questions. Like that the you know, that once they get started on a conversation, they'll learn parts of it that they didn't even expect. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the Absolutely.
0: And another another area that we've seen um a lot of homeschoolers express interest in is the option of going into the military.
1: That's one a big one, a big one in my area. A lot of the homeschoolers around here will do the junior ROTC and then move on to military, and so that's that's one that I'm super familiar with because I get to see it firsthand a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, and I really didn't um, completely comprehend all the benefits and just what it can do for your mm-hmm. young person. Um, another, another good friend of ours, uh, their daughter was interested in the Air Force and she actually did like the junior ROTC, ROTC, I'm not sure if that's what it's called for Air Force in high school, but she did that. She was able to, when she graduated, she, uh, made this agreement with the Air Force, um, to spend, you know, so many years after she graduated from college, Working for them and they paid for her entire college career. I know we're talking about non-college situations, but mm-hmm. in this particular situation, it kind of, it kind of turned out to her advantage. She wanted to be involved in the space program from the beginning. And so she, she was kind of holding out that hope, went through all this. Um, and this past year, she is now officially in the new
1: space. Board. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, I think it gives them time. That's a lot of these isn't necessarily no college ever situations. Right. But it gives you time to, you know, test the waters. And instead of having what a lot of high schoolers will say a gap year, it gives them an option of something productive that you can do. That way, you know, you're not just doing nothing and learning about something new. And with the military, not only do you get to learn and experience, but you also can possibly get, you know, college help if you decide for later and so that's that's kind of a, a bonus bonus <laughs> on those absolutely
0: absolutely and um there's so many options i i had found several yesterday when i was kind of researching all of these but the jr a junior rotc i know we said junior rotc but it always confuses me because the actual letters are just j-r-o-t-c <laughs> i was like what do I
1: this acronym
0: (laughs) yeah exactly but then there are like the naval sea cadets the civil air patrol young marines um so there's a lot of different options and i found it kind of interesting like the naval sea cadets and um the civil air patrol they had like after school options so it was kind of um homeschool and school age students participate Mm -hmm. with that because of that flexibility but then the civil air patrol had an online option which oh yeah yeah that's super right now if you're wanting to get involved um you can just check into that and and start right now so which you
1: know that if anything that's one thing the pandemic has has opened is more virtual and online ways of doing things so that's you know that's something that especially places that your children, that they don't have the option to to go the distance to try to do these things. At least the world's opening more. Even if it's virtually, we're opening up. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's been a bonus.
0: Absolutely. And so just, just for our listeners' sake, if we have some that are currently in high school and are thinking about the military, but they're not sure, I wanted to go over some of the general requirements uh, that I mm-hmm. found when I was looking at the different sites. And You know, clearly the Army, the Army site, their requirements for homeschoolers was pretty straightforward. They want us to have a really good transcript. And so, you know, that's kind of standard across the board, whether you go in the military or you do an apprenticeship or you're just gonna go straight into the workforce. You really Mm -hmm. need to have a good transcript.
1: Well, But even if it's not something that you're thinking about doing college or something like this, now it's something for you to have for later. Because you know years from now, if they change their mind if they if they think they want they have that backbone that they can pull out and say, "You're not scrambling when they're twenty four twenty five going what did we do? What did we do when you were in junior high high school like what happened so i mean it's it's a good it's a good thing to have the the basis for yeah absolutely, and so if you have that I don't know, a lot of employers just to
0: hire you want to see your transcript, yes, yeah. so college or not. It's something that you just need to spend some time on um, and not something that you wait. I think we talked about this last week in our session, but not something that you wait until you're a senior to put together.
1: Yeah, no, when, yeah. when you hit middle school, it needs to be something you start prepping for because yeah, and especially if you have an end goal in mind that, that gives you a nice path to, to kind of focus on what you need to hit, what you need to have. And I mean, if you are deciding to do college, it it can be competitive out there. It has. That's why a lot of people are choosing the alternative routes. Is because the competitiveness of what you need to have to hit some of these good schools. And so <laughs> I know you've had firsthand experience with some of that. I haven't got there yet. I dread that a little bit. But it's you know that it's it's good to have that guideline and kind of be able to fill in the blocks as you go along instead of being at the end game going what did we do? (laughs) When did we do it? Why didn't we do it? Mm -hmm. And so at least you have it.
0: Yeah. I tried to, at the end of each semester, really put down my grades and any comments or things that I found during that semester. Maybe we're, you know, maybe it's a science class that we're going to continue for the whole year, but I discovered (laughs) that maybe they were really gifted in a certain aspect of it. And I can write those comments because they're fresh on my mind. Um, yes but if I wait till the end of the year to do a whole year's work oh my word no chance because I'm gonna I kinda, you know, my
1: portfolio stuff like I, I tell myself every year I'm gonna be really on top of it but I, I always manage to get a little behind but if I try to take it a, a couple months at a time I won't be sitting here in May going no what did what what, what did we like what did we <laughs> what did we do good on
0: yeah <laughs> so yeah and, and, you know, that's not to say that you have to, like, grade papers as soon as they give them. And no, because, I mean, no. you can't see this. If I turn my little camera, I have these two little, like, wall pocket things, and there's papers, like, this thick
1: in there. <laughs> well, I mean, mine are in the yeah. other room, and they're all sticking out kind of haphazardly currently. But It is. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, you know, I mean, you do that on your time, but at least during a time frame that you know that you can recollect their achievements yeah. or maybe their struggles um, and then record them. And then that's a nice
1: record to create that good transcript. Well, but they, and even making those notes as you go on, especially if you're starting in middle school with this, yeah. you can hit the things that they enjoyed that they might forget about later on once they find other things that they're struggling with. And so they can reference, you know, you really liked this and this and this when we did these. Let's talk about the things that you could possibly do in this area, and so that might help them later on find things that they would enjoy that they wouldn't think about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, The army also requires, I think, pretty much all entrances and entrants to take the AB ASVAB test. I can't speak today, (laughs) y'all. Forget that's okay. (laughs) But yeah, that's kind of like a standard military entrance test, to say the least. Um, And so it's, it's a, a pretty basic test. I'm not going to say that it's not hard from what I've heard. But if you've done your high school classes, the typical high school classes, and you've prepared in that manner, like we talked about already, um, to meet that, those basic course needs to maybe go to college one day, if you ever change your mind, you're going to be fine taking this test.
1: Um, it would be good just to knowing that ahead of time, you know, if that's something you think your child might want to do, practice tests. I mean, even if it's not similar to that one, just give them some test experience because not a lot of states require the testing. And so there's there's quite a few homeschoolers that get to the end and their choices are ACT, SAT, possibly, you know, for Army or, and, and it scares them. It's intimidating. If you've never had that experience before, it does get kind of scary. And so thinking about that even early on, even if it's not serious, even if it's not something that, you know, means something at the time, just give them that experience on it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And usually if you Google a practice test for any type of standardized test, there's going to be a few Mm -hmm. tests out there. So I've found that to be true for the SAT, the ACT, and even when I took the GRE. So I would Mm -hmm. just Google it. See what, see what practice test you can find. They also have like this, uh, future soldiers program for the army. That... I haven't either. <laughs> so I wonder if it's maybe like kind of similar to some of the junior ROTC kind of things. Um, Probably. yeah, yeah. But that's also available to homeschoolers too. So, um, So for our kiddos, our young adults, and my my older teenagers don't like to be called kiddos or children, (laughs) our young adults, (laughs) when we go to, if they just want to graduate from high school and move on and just get a job, um, there's some foundational things that they should think about as well. You know, so if it depends on the area that you want to work in, if you're interested in, you know, some type of business, and you just want to jump right in, um, you know, do some of those things that we've already talked about volunteer job shadow, but you're going to want to also look at some of the things that employers expect you to know. And, you know, sometimes we call them soft skills. Uh, but basically they're that, you know, responsibility, the uh, maturity that employers want to see. And sadly in today's culture, employers are disappointed in some situations with our our young adults. (laughs) (laughs) So that's an area if, um, If you're thinking about going straight into the workforce, you might want to, uh, if you're a parent, you might want to consider having a a course or some type of life skills training um, for those soft skills just to make sure that your, uh, your child, your teenager, your young adult is employable in those areas. And it's just simple stuff, really.
1: When normally somewhere near you, you can find a workforce um, office that does, that helps people get hired and not that you're helping your child get hired, but just if if you call them, they're really great about, here's the things we ask people that come in, here's what our employer, the people that are submitting um, job openings to us want and what the employers want. And that can kind of help you to figure out what your child needs to work on. Or, you know, they can just check it off. Yes, I have it all. <laughs> and so that that can help too. That way they can be prepared and they won't be, Um, scare going in and a lot of them will do set up practice interviews too Mm -hmm. I know around here they start around 16 that they'll let you call in and and set up practice interviews for your children and so they can go in and just get an idea of what it's like to be interviewed and what it's like to go in for just basic questionings (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so that they don't get terrified when they get in and get some of those questions because I know when you first get the what are your strengths and weaknesses it can be a bit intimidating (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. even when you're older (laughs) Yes, yes. But that gives them some practice, some, you know, low stress practice on that. Mm -hmm. That's not coming from mom and dad, because sometimes when we ask those questions (laughs) versus, you know, someone else. So absolutely. And they take it a little bit more serious,
0: I think, too, when it's somebody other than mom and dad, at least mine.
1: Like that. well and ours around here I, I have friends that have put their their children have went through it they do the full shebang they tell you we want you to dress like you're going to this interview we're going to set it up like here's your faux thing that you're going to be hired for we expect you to have questions to ask us and so they go through the entire you know you have to research what this thing is to try to figure out what you're going to ask and it's, it's the whole lesson in itself oh yeah it's, it's a really good experience and even i mean for any of your children if they're going to college or not that'd be a great experience but you know if if you have one that's adamant about i don't really want to i want to go to work that'd be something seriously to consider
0: yep absolutely i agree um and so another aspect of that whole idea of jumping into the workforce is an internship yes. and a lot of employers are Even advertising internships these days. And so, scouting for people. (laughs) Exactly. Scouting for people that have those skills that we were just talking about. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes employers would just prefer to have a young person who hasn't gone to college who hasn't maybe been employed at another job and gotten a different way in their mind. Uh Um, So they're kind of like a fresh slate. And that employer wants to train them in their practices and how they do things. And so that's, that's a real thing. Employers are actually seriously scouting for people like that.
1: I was talking to a lady the other day that her son and she was a homeschooler. Her son was actually scouted out for computer technology skills and they're doing an internship and training him specifically for their business. And they would rather teach you because it's easier to teach you the correct way the first time than to teach you what they consider the wrong way the second time. And so that's, you know, you, you, it's what it's, you want to make sure that's something you want to do because you are getting that specific skill set for that specific thing. But if that's what you're interested in and that's what you want to do, I know a lot of our computer technology coders, gamers, they want to build games, they're scouting those a lot now. And and if you have skills and you have shown your skills online, they will find you. <laughs> and they're gonna contact you and they're and if they don't, you contact them and they are looking for people. And so that's a great way to get in and get internship and training, you know, without it.
0: Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I had to explain this to my son when we we explored an internship apprenticeship for him. Um, When you start out, you often don't get paid. So it's it's kind of like you volunteer at first until (laughs) you've seen how things are going on. You're sure you want to continue. And then the employer says okay, all right, you're a good investment. You're really sure about this. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna invest in you. I'll start paying you and training you. Um and so then this opportunity kind of morphs into a job. Um uh, and,
1: and and room for growth. I okay. mean a, a lot of a lot of people that start with the internships that love them that get offered jobs will go on to grow into that company and, and you know make their way to the tops. Mm-hmm. And so And then that's why a lot of them are really great about finding interns is because they've been there. (laughs) They were that intern.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my oldest daughter, her husband did the exact thing that we're talking about right here. Um, he started in a very large company as an intern and worked through, well, he did go to college, but he worked through that time period while he was in college Mm -hmm. and he still works there today. So Definitely. They, they like to hire those people because they've invested in them. They've trained
1: them. They want them to stay. And if you don't, that that's one of the great things about internships. If it's not something that's well-known, if it's, you know, if you don't want to do something that's tech wise, or if you go locally to places that you think you might want to work at in the future and offer to volunteer and help for them, you can kind of make your own internship sometimes because yep. <laughs> you can, you can kind of show them how you'd be valuable and, you know, sometimes they need younger minds in there to brainstorm things and you can help them with that. And that kind of gets your foot through the door that way too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. We did that with um, our son. He wanted to get some kind of on the job training as far as like body work for mm-hmm. automobiles and things like that. Yeah. And so we did exactly what we just mentioned. He started out at the beginning, basically it was just taking out the trash, but he was watching what was going on. And first, the first hurdle was to determine if this really was something that he wanted to yes. pursue and to keep on with. And mm-hmm. then, you know, once he determined that, that he really loved it and, and enjoyed just even watching it, then he kept on the, um, the owner of the company eventually took him on as an employee. And now it's five years later. <laughs> He's
1: yeah. well, um, And. The- benefit about us being homeschoolers is they know that our children learn from watching and observing and being not in a standard classroom so so we're kind of ideal for these people because <laughs> because they see us you know at, they see our children as people that can can learn in different ways mm-hmm. and so they know that we don't need specifically someone to sit down and hand us a book and say here read this they can watch and observe and, and learn and pick up and so that's that's a bonus with the homeschooling in this is because they they know that we're you know, creative learners to start with. (laughs) Yes,
0: absolutely. And you know what, even if your young person decides not to stay in that particular job, you know, there could be any type of reason that they would want to move or maybe a relocation that there's still so much benefit from it because they've gained experience, they've mm-hmm. gained practical knowledge, they also- the
1: networking skills. <laughs> the networking.
0: Exactly, that so. networking idea. They know people who know people um, and then they can create a resume. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's, yes. that's, huge. experience. because <laughs> yes. that's always the, the running joke is, you know, they want your experience, but you don't have experience, but you have to have experience to have experience. And so you have experience doing something and, you know, it may not be something that you like or that you want to continue, but you've gained skills and you have strengths in that area. And so pull the strengths from that. That's, that's the things that go in there. Absolutely. And so that. You know that anything counts, and you know especially in the networking is a biggie because you know even if it's not something you want to continue to work in, you know the boss, the boss's brother does this other thing that you might want to like. You that's the networking things. <laughs> you it, it doesn't have to necessarily be that specific skill or that specific job set,
0: right? So and then there's that idea of recommendations. You yes. know if you've done a good job for them and you've been a, a reliable, dependable employee they're recommending you is huge to the next person that
1: you might. That's a huge one that I have seen in the homeschool community, because of where you know most of our children are homeschooled by us, and so a recommendation from your mom and dad doesn't go as far, <laughs> even if they are your homeschool teacher. Yeah. And a lot of us do have other classes and things we do, but if you know you do inter- internships, you do volunteering, you do these kinds of things, that gives you outside recommendations. That can go a lot further than, you know, just mom and dad or, you know, whatever co-op teacher that we have. (laughs) Those are more important. They mean more. Great.
0: Absolutely. And so for our listeners, I want to just throw out a few places where you can look for internship opportunities. And so I, I even found some yesterday when I was researching on online job boards, where they are actually advertising for internships. Of course, job fairs, Local tech, tech colleges, and places like that will mm-hmm. sometimes post a job there, and it doesn't mean that you have to go to tech school to be a part of this. But you can like drop in and and visit and kind of get an idea of of different employers in your area. Also, mm-hmm. LinkedIn is a good place, uh, to look for jobs and then uh, specifically internships.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> other really good place is I know some newspapers in, in their job search section will list their internships there as well. So if you're looking locally, that's a good place to start. And if you're looking locally and you're, you're not sure, you know, who to reach out to, a lot of your community colleges will have Someone at the college that specifically looks for internships for their college students, because a lot of college students will do both. Mm-hmm. And so, you know that that's a really great resource to reach out to because they normally have different places that you don't think of looking at. <laughs>
0: yeah, true. Yep. Yeah. So another thing that I wanted to talk about is that a whole idea of starting your own business or becoming. That's the an <laughs> <laughs> it, is. it is, and. So many homeschool families and and their children that I've known uh, have started their own businesses. I mean, I know one one young young lady that started a candle making and soap business, <laughs> and she's done well. So it's pretty- I know one
1: that does graphic arts and designs. She started out with just doing digital artwork, and so she's kind of like my daughter's aspirations. <laughs> but yes, yeah, yes,
0: it's amazing, and you know it it just fits the whole homeschool mm-hmm. mindset you know it's just like kind of flows naturally out of the way we think and the way we, we can't act. find
1: it we make it so
0: exactly, exactly so and i have to admit over the years uh i've kind of done this myself you know i if i needed to stay home with the kids early on before we uh actually started homeschooling i just started my own business just exactly. like <laughs> You know, i can do
1: this. So well, that's another perk of our world today is it's easier to do that, especially having online and technology. And it's easier to, and a lot of places in a strange roundabout sort of way, we've also become more community oriented while we've also become worldwide. <laughs> and so a lot of places are developing more of a community fair community work, you know, workplace area, um, different pop-up shops are becoming more of a thing now. Your expanded guard, uh, not guards, but um, like yard, not yard cell type, but in your community weekend. Yeah. My brain's not that. finding order right now. But, <laughs> but those types of places. So it's a great place to, if you are making something or if you have a skill or you can get noticed more. <laughs> and I think that's something that we kind of started, you know, pre long time ago, it used to be a big thing. And then we kind of all went, worldwide and now we're all kind of coming back, but we, it's, it's, it's mutated and become something special. Mm-hmm. And so you can have the best of both worlds. You can have your local and you can also have your expanded Etsy. I mean, that's a big one. So you, you can have your worldwide shipping, but you can also have your local weekend <laughs> pop-up shop. And
0: mm-hmm. it's a
1: great place to start, especially for, for some of these things.
0: Right. Right. And there's so many benefits to that whole idea of a local small business Mm-hmm. you know, that means support your local economy but also you meet people there's that
1: whole the networking yeah. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. and just you know community um, yes and something i feel like people are turning to even more after 2020 yes you no know, and how we were separated for so long so um i just i foresee this as an even you know bigger thing for
1: homeschoolers in the future. But when wanted- well, the purpose of that is if you find something you like and you start your own business, you, you can narrow down maybe what you do want to take a class on or what you do need to do small things on. Because I know that even in my life, like I, I search out little 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 classes on things to help me with specific spots. And so that's a, a good, another way to find <laughs> the things that you're passionate about and where, the areas where you need more help so
0: yep and so with that being said Andrea there's the whole wonderful internet full of free online courses on just about almost anything yeah. that you can Everything. imagine <laughs> so either
1: free or extremely low cost but yes
0: <laughs> yes yeah some of them um so I was I was actually reading after this this um young man who had mentioned that he was really interested in getting a business degree, but he didn't want to go on to college. And so he was talking about how he uh, researched and found what most colleges expected as far as courses, the different course offerings that he would have to take if he went to college. And then he took that list And he Googled the MOOCs and the, you know, the free online open courseware from Harvard and Yale and all that, you know, it doesn't count for certification, but the whole course is free and available if you're Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-motivated. And so he formed this whole list and he just went through and took these courses for free online and documented everything he did. Like he used a spreadsheet and then put it out on like a website so he could use it as a resume when he was finished and so he basically gave himself a free business education from yeah. from that which is a nice foundation if you're gonna start a business you do need to know some some basic principles of accounting um, mm-hmm. you know some finance ideas as far as you know you're gonna have to pay taxes and things like that um, on your business income. So, there's some practical things you do need to research and make sure you cover your bases and get your <laughs> permits and all that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just amazing. Um, you know, it's the sky's the limit on what you can
1: do in this area and becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah. So, and if you know, there, there's there's something out there about it somewhere. (laughs) So no matter what you have an interest in, there's a YouTube video, a Ted talk, a class, an out school class, something somewhere. There is something out there in that, that specific. And that's, I have talked to a lot of homeschoolers online here recently that have found passions throughout school and then have turned those into their their businesses or their side projects or their how they're making money during 2020 and COVID situations and becoming family things um there was a family just recently and it was on one of my Facebook groups that I'm on (laughs) because I have a lot of them and um they started writing their own comic books as a family and so one of them writes the story one of them writes you know does the art artwork one of them packages it one of them promotes it and it's a family endeavor (laughs) and so I mean it's it's out there. You can, and it all started from one of their classes that one of the children had taken and and they all got excited about. So, so it may be something that even spirals even bigger, but it's definitely something that's happening more and more. And it's probably overshadowing all the previous ones and even colleges at this point. So it is, it is.
0: And you know what, this is something that you can incorporate as well into your high school courses. Yeah. So, you know, like you mentioned out school, there's a lot of them. Um, I recently did a course through the film school for teens. Mm -hmm. I teach uh, young people how to use YouTube to be a YouTuber and other things like that. So you can take maybe your foundational business and then put it out on YouTube and other things like that. So
1: the fastest growing self self business you know, self-employed section mm-hmm. because you have and, and it's amazing because you have so many varieties not just gamers it's not just you know how to's there's an entire there's something you can make a video about for everyone so so that's a great
0: <laughs> yeah tell me about it my husband watches <laughs> watches this man ride his tractor
1: around and cut <laughs> he has a million plus subscribers I don't get it <laughs> Yeah, I have I have the gamer, so I watch a lot of gamer videos. But then occasionally, um, my kids will find that they really like one that, that do these. They they go and they buy a bunch of stuff on one place, and they have to live for the weekend on like whatever they budgeted, and so it's like survival skills on a budget with like specific it's very specific but they've learned so much from <laughs> it like the mom did you know this is flammable or did you know you can't use this to do this or like the, the things that you learn <laughs> so it's all educational <laughs> you
0: just need to know right <laughs>
1: exactly. you, you never know maybe one day
0: <laughs> there's there's so many different options and we can use these as maybe jumping off courses for our kids when they're going through high school um like you said they can learn about it and then spin it off into a business there's so many things um one young girl actually works for me she, when she was a homeschool high schooler wrote a book
1: it's amazing and she had it
0: published you know I and mean, she was like 16 17 years old when she did this so absolutely amazing and so many opportunities i mean you can you can tutor like you were mentioning the young Mm -hmm. lady that was doing virtual sessions with chinese children yes super you can do that from home um pet care that's something that Mm -hmm. that my oldest daughter really enjoyed
1: she loved animals and so pet sitting is an amazing thing that's exploding right now because people are excited to leave the house. So they're, they're wanting someone to come take care of their pet for a while. <laughs> yes. And even as you just mentioned,
0: leaving the house, house sitting, that's another yeah. um, great option because you don't really have to have any experience per se, but they want somebody who's dependable
1: and trustworthy. Yeah. And, you know, house cleaning is on the rise too. And yeah. it's just not, not something in specific, you know, specific areas of cleaning, there was an ad out for a fridge organizer. <laughs> Did not know they got that specific on things. But like your seasonal closet people, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like they're specific. And if that's something you enjoy doing, I have one child that loves cleaning her room. She takes the time well, at least once a month, spends hours, reorganizes, does it. She would love doing that for someone. My son, not so much. But, <laughs> but you know, the, everybody has their own little little things. That could be a really big jumping off point for that.
0: Absolutely, and using things that your teenager is passionate about and that they enjoy—you know, like you said, fridge organizer, Maybe you have a teenager who's very organized and detailed; they would be right up their alley.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might want to hire them for that.
0: <laughs> so, there's so many options out there, and you know that's why I really, really wanted to talk about alternatives to college because. Like we said, when we first started, college is expensive. College can be very challenging.
1: Sometimes and we it, have students who don't really want to leave home yet. You know? And it's not for everyone. I know, especially my age group, that that was something drilled into us is that it, you have to, this is what you have to do. And it's hard for me to break that mindset sometimes, but you know, to look out there and realize we don't all have to. I know Votech is a, is a big one that pushes, especially around where I'm at, we're losing so, so much of our skills, our manual labor skills, and our, you know, just general maintenance skills, and creative skills, because we have pushed for so long, doctor, lawyer, you know, teacher, nurse, <laughs> We we've forgotten this entire group of people that, are motivated it's kind of they've almost fallen into the artist category now to where they're needed we need them mm-hmm. i think 2020 showed us more than anything we want our artists and creatives <laughs> that's who gave us our netflix shows <laughs> we needed that that was important but um th- those are the areas that we need to focus on and so it's not always a have to be college is great. It has its point in places, but it's not a have to be. And it's not a have to be right now. <laughs> Cause I was, you know, that was gap year was a something you did not say in my house. <laughs> yeah. You did not say that <laughs> it wasn't allowed. <laughs> yeah, and but, so you know
0: what? Just like you said, we have a a young adult that's just graduated and they're just not ready for college, but maybe do have an interest in it. Uh, a gap year could be a useful time for them to do some of these things, like internships exactly. or apprenticeships, or just getting some job experience. Um, when
1: looking back, as me then versus me now, I didn't know what I really wanted to do. Like then, that's one thing I think a lot of us have realized as we've gotten older that lived through that kind of college was it. This was all we had no clue. <laughs> we thought we had a clue. We didn't have a clue, and so giving. Thinking that once our children turn eighteen and graduate, they know it all, they can do it all, we've learned better, yeah. and so, you know, the guidance, the education, the, the still learning more about yourself as a young adult is an important aspect, I and mean, that's something we need to, you know, give them alternatives to find their their own their own way. Yeah. And as homeschoolers, it's you know we already think that way to start with, so, so our mind's already open to that aspect which is great so we can we can help them sort through these kinds of things
0: and i think just focusing on the unique person yeah. that our high school student is you know they may be super oriented and ready for college and mm-hmm. you know just ready to roll but yeah. you may have one who just isn't ready yet or may yeah. just need to go in a different direction or they're just passionate about something else altogether and I feel like that's the one of my most important jobs as a mom is to help these young people as they get to that age to find something that they can be excited about on a daily basis mm-hmm. for their future. You know, I mean because, <laughs> Yes,
1: because that makes so much difference than just that and that's why a lot of especially my age generation got to be in your thirties and went, I don't like this job and are going back to school or going different directions or trying different things because we never made that connection. It was never a connection. And so if you're ch- the sooner your child or yourself can find that, mm-hmm. the better it will be for you and for them. Cause you want to go to a job you love, not to one that you just, Oh, i got to do this again. <laughs> and so that's, you know, that's important to do. And then, I mean, For me, going to college, I just loved school just in general. So like you could have put me in any class anywhere and I would have enjoyed it just because it was school again. So that doesn't necessarily meant that, you know, that was what I should have done. But, but, you know, that's making sure that your kids pick something they want to do that can help them in the future, not just because they have to do it. Right.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's that would be my takeaway for today after we've talked about all these opportunities is that, you know, just just look at the kid trust the individual unique needs of your child and try to help them blossom. Just give them all the opportunities and the tools that they need to find that, that place where they're happy to go to work every day to find something that they're passionate about. I, you know, I love what I'm doing right now. I would say this moment in my life, I'm pretty passionate about what I do every day. And it really does make a difference. You know, when Mm -hmm. Sunday night, you know, sometimes I'll get that, oh, we're back to work tomorrow. But when Monday morning hits, and I start diving into uh, answering questions from homeschool moms who are just, they just need some help. I love it. I love sharing with them. Um, you know, what we've discovered, you know, I know you do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're, we're you know, we're preaching the choir here. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, finding that passion, it makes all the difference. And Exactly. just helping our unique children be themselves. So,
1: and, and to remember that just because your kid comes in and says, mom, dad, I don't think I want to go to college. Don't freak out. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It doesn't, you know, that's, it doesn't have to be now. It doesn't have to be today. They, the world is a different place. You have options. And so, you know, they can do what they love for now. And if they change their mind later on, they can, they have the room to change their mind. And they have the room to seek out different I mean, ex- education later. Yeah. They can delay it. I mean, they've been learning for the past 12 years. If they want to go in a different direction for a bit, it's not a scary thing anymore. <laughs> it's not something that should be frightening. I had a
0: um, an older homeschool mom tell me one time, uh, it's probably it was last year during 2020, we were having a conversation and she was sharing with me that her youngest son wasn't ready for college, but it was one of those situations like we've discussed where you just kind of, it's just what you do. You just go to college. All my older brothers and sisters went to college. So I've got to go to college or I have this scholarship. I have to go to college. Um, And so he did that and it, it was awful. He, um, he struggled with being an introvert and there were some other requirements on him that just it just wasn't working out and so he dropped out he came home he had to repay his scholarship because yes. he dropped out but he did he just got a job and he repaid it and found his place his niche working in a specific area and i it was good to hear that story that you know, it's just not always a good fit. There are other ways that we can do this and um, you're not going to ruin your child. They're not no. going to be a, a non-functioning adult in our culture, you know, it's going to be fun. I think
1: it's the same stigma as when you're first considering homeschooling. Yeah. And it's that, you know, this is the way it's done. This is the way it's supposed to be situation. And so the stigma on letting that go and doing your own thing, it's hard, and it gets bi- it's it's bigger when you talk college because this is the future, this is your life, this is forever, and so mm-hmm. I think that's the number one reason we get a lot of people. Well, I get a lot of people. Are you going to still high school, homeschool them for high school? Like, can you do that? Will they be ready? And so I think that's a lot of the same stigmas because you know the natural order of things in our brain because we've been told it is high school, college, high school, college. Mm -hmm. And they don't think about the different options that they have. And, yeah, it's an option, but it's not the only option. And so it's breaking that stigma, breaking that supposed you have to and looking, you know, at your child, what your child needs versus what they have to do, (laughs) which is homeschooling. If you look about it as a homeschool situation, you know, it's what your child needs. You're customizing your child's future. They're customizing it for themselves at that point. Mm -hmm. And so you're kind of passing the reins off. Let them make, you know, this is their decision on how they want to live Mm -hmm. versus what's expected. (laughs) So, And that's that's really our job,
0: even through those homeschool high school years, is to encourage independence, to teach them, and to start passing over to them more and more control and ownership of their future, their education. So we're going to wrap things up today. Uh, I wanted to mention while I was on that note um, that we have a really great uh, teen homeschool student planner that helps your teenagers do that very thing. Um, so they can plan their week. I like to have my two that are in middle school and high school um, sit down and make their own weekly plan and kind of write out what... What they need, they know what they need to get done every week. So they can <laughs> assign it themselves on the day yeah. that they need to do it. Um, and I find that that helps them to take more ownership and be a little bit more motivated.
1: <laughs> well, it's that self-directed learner that every, that even colleges are looking for your self-directed learning. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's
0: what this is. You know, you can use yeah. the planner. Um, you can grab our homeschool.com planner for free. And just print it but it's great to get them trained to do that independent learning uh, i wanted to remind everybody as well that we are weekly doing these the series uh you can homeschool high school and uh, you know i'm proof i'm just an ordinary mom with six kids <laughs> um but yeah homeschooling high school really as Andrea even mentioned a minute ago it's not any different than elementary school except there's you know some things you need to plan you need to be proactive about and so that's what we're talking about in our sessions and we hope that you will join us on Wednesdays every afternoon on Wednesdays throughout the month of March and April and so thank you Andrea for joining us thank you glad that you could anytime (laughs) um and to all our listeners here's to homeschooling with you until next time